Hey, guess what? He's a bad guy. Wait, no, now he's a good guy. No, well, he's still a bad guy. All this and more on this episode of... Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Welcome everyone. We're back. We're back in black. We're back from outer space. Shady's back. Back again. I don't know all the back songs about being back. Back and Chuck's black. And I am Asian American. How we doing everyone? Charles, how we doing? Hey, I am your wonderful co-host. Host with the most Logan H. Vost. Vo. Vost. Your Vost energy host. is so much higher than mine right well, now. Well, it's been like three months. <laughs> like, <laughs> I almost died last month, so. Alright, Charles fair. and... I'm here with my co-host, my guest host, whatever he wants to call himself. It is co-host. We're not making that mistake again. Chuck Roast, the co-host. Yeah, there we go. That sounds good. Because I call you Chuck Roast a lot. Charles, Montgomery, Irving, whatever your name is. Hey, Chuck. What's up? It's been a while. How you been? I have been good. I mean, it's been a a while since we recorded. I saw you literally three days ago because we worked together. Well, I'm doing better now. My heater's not broke anymore, as far as I know. Oh, your heater's finally fixed. Yeah, so I've been having on and off issues with my heater, and it has gotten to the point where they've basically gutted and replaced everything in it now. (laughs) Good lord. So we live in the Midwest. Winters are like, you need your heater. Yeah. Like, it gets down to negative numbers here. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the name of the company that I was working on it for... You don't want to blast them? I don't want to blast... people? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not blasting anybody on this, because it might come back to bite me later. But, uh... Yeah, they, uh... So, so basically, timeline, your heater broke, so your landlord, who's also my landlord, they own both our properties. So, if I, if I had to break it down, what broke in which order? First, it was the... Don't go uh, in excruciating detail, just no, some no detail. So, the, the heat limiter broke, so it just constantly was overheating. We had that replaced, and then for some reason, uh, the fan came off its spindle, and that had to be replaced, and then the bottom fan also was banging around, so that had to be replaced. So basically, everything in there got replaced, and it's currently working fine. I have heat. I don't and this have took like speed. a month and a half? This was like a six-week-long uh, thing, this, right? Yeah, this took way too long. Uh, <laughs> like, you went half the winter without heat. <laughs> I went... No, I... Well, thankfully, my our landlord's maintenance guy provided me with space heaters when needed. It's so. not quite the same as having an actual heat the, in the, the, the upper house, The upper part of my house where the heaters were stayed warm but the basement was freaking bone cold Mm -hmm. and that's where your like man cave is or whatever right yes i couldn't be down there anymore Mm -hmm. which sucked i had to move my xbox upstairs couldn't watch my dvds because i'm not (laughs) moving all that oh you poor child i'm glad that's finally taken care of yeah i was in my basement this morning i was chilling oh all right um so my i so we had planned to do a different episode yeah. We plan to do the which uh, which Mecha Godzilla is better. I still want to do that episode. Yeah, no, we're still getting that done at some point. But th- this last m- January was rough for me. I got COVID very very early of the month, and then that turned into pneumonia. And like I just I had like three weeks where I just felt like absolute garbage. I had to go back to work, and I didn't know I had pneumonia. So I'm like walking around doing a physical job in the factory and i'm just like completely out of breath i can't breathe i'm like yeah you did look like crap for a while oh thank you charles hey you i like giving my opinions (laughs) thank you and i was just like man something's wrong went to the doctor it's pneumonia got the antibiotics done with that still don't feel great i'm still coughing i'm still wheezing 
So I'm dealing with some long COVID bullshit. It's annoying. Yeah. So I might have to go back again in a week or two if I'm still not feeling up to snuff. And then beginning of this month, my my grandmother passed away. So I had to put that stuff on hold too to do all the funeral stuff. And then when we did have a slight chance to record with our third person guest to do the show for the kite for which Godzilla is better, yeah. he had to be out of town that weekend. So we had one small opportunity and then he couldn't do it. And I'm like, all right, even though I've had all this time off of work, I was sick and dealing with a loss of a loved one and all that stuff. So it was just like, I didn't really have time to research as much as I wanted. And I'm like, Chuck, we got to get an episode. Yeah, out. I've been dealing with my heater for so long. I didn't get very much done either. But. Yeah. So let's like, let's just do a big badass kaiju, King Ghidorah. And, you know, put something out there for the folks to listen to because it's it's been since December. Yeah, don't worry, guys. We didn't forget about you. We've just been really busy with a lot of obnoxious stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, 2022 is off to a rip-roaring start for us. Yeah. Um, But really quick. So one thing we do on the show is we read five-star reviews. We do. And we've had a, a good number since the last time we recorded. Yeah, I think we got what, another two or three since then. I, I believe. I think we have three. Let me pull them up right now. Again, if you go to Godzilla Destroyal Podcast on the iTunes, leave us a five-star review. I'll read it on the air, and we really appreciate it because we like to have our ego stroked a little bit. <laughs> well, I just appreciate all the love. <laughs> um, uh, so the, if we have three here. Uh, this one's from December. It came up after we recorded our December episode, so it wasn't read on the show. From Stanky Baby. A great name. That's <laughs> what I call. That's what I call my cat half the time. So I mean, it's an accurate way to say that. Five stars just says "cute" in all caps. Oh, I did read that one actually. I saw I, that one on there. So I'm pretending that they heard us and they're like, "Man, these boys are cute. These are some cute stinky boys." <laughs> I'm a stanky boy. These are stinky boys. They're cute. What probably happened is they were just scrolling through Godzilla podcast, saw our cute little logo, and like, oh, that's cute. I'll give that five stars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume it was the logo they saw, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, so if that's the reason, thank you. If you're actually a listener, stinky baby, thank you. <laughs> we'll be stink babies together. Uh, the next one is from AK47Broly. It's, uh, it's a Dragon Ball Z reference. I know. Do you watch Dragon Ball Z? I've, I've actually seen most of super and i did see the super movie with broly oh okay i bootleg watched this the broly movie um i haven't finished super i'm at the, like the last arc like the big tournament at the end still haven't finished it you still haven't finished that no i i don't i loved dragon ball as a kid dragon ball z loved it as a kid now that i'm an adult and i my taste of anime has expanded and i see there's so much more anime out there i think dragon ball is very mid very mid-tier so when you say when you're saying Dragon Ball, you're saying like Dragon Ball. In the Ball entire universe Dragon of Ball. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Jaeger Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. We don't talk about GT in here. All in this household, we don't recognize GT. We do not recognize GT. I, I think all of it's kind of mid. It's still good, but if someone's like, hey, you have to rewatch Dragon Ball Z five times, I'd be like, no, I don't want to rewatch it five times. Oh, but you can watch Devil's a part timer five times. Yes, I will gladly watch Devil's oh. part timer. Is that times. getting a second season yet? Yeah, it's coming out this year, buddy. Oh, when? When? I need to know. Uh, I don't know. I know that they have like the original cast coming back, original writers, original animators. <sighs> I'm waiting so hard for that. So everyone's coming back. But all right, so here we have the review review from AK47, AK4, sorry, AK47. Jesus, what is wrong with me? 
Charles, not, I don't know. You're not thinking gun speak. I'm not. Spe- I'm not thinking gun speak. You know, I mean, we're I'm, in Iowa. I mean, I'm more of an Afghan than a gun guy, but even I know <laughs> everyone's strapped here in Iowa. Um, really enjoy the content. The rich movie knowledge plus the humor makes this podcast a great listen. Highly recommend for a Godzilla fan. For a Godzilla fan. So that's nice. We're we're we have a rich movie knowledge. Yeah, and we're funny. According to the, according to this person, so that's nice. I don't I mean, think I'm either of those, but I think we're funny. I think we're we're pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, I think we're charming. I think we're charming, and we're, we're yeah. Okay, I'll accept charming. To to pull out a night a 2008 lingo, we're adorable. You know, that's probably the most accurate way to describe us, actually. You know, um, I don't think anyone's ever used that lingo since 2011. We'll bring it back. We're bringing a dorkable back. Adorkable. Of all the fucking words. And then from uh, Braxton, Braxton, Braxton5038 at dog. We apologize to you for reading your name that many I times. I can't. I'm dyslexic. I, I can barely read my own name. Just finished this podcast, and I love Godzilla. Try this podcast for G-Man fans, and other podcasts cannot compare. I don't know how accurate that statement is, but I appreciate it a lot. You know what? I'll take that. I'll take that ego boost. Um, there's been a, there's a lot ego. of Godzilla podcasts. A lot of them have been doing it a long time. And to say we can't... Oh, other and little other... A little other, mm. so very small amount can okay. contend is what I think All is right. what he's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go with that. I'll go. So he's saying we're better than most. <laughs> we're better than some, at least. I'll, 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 I can at least accept that we're better than most. Um, I'll let that I, boost my. Ego. I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. Um, there's an episode of Rick and Morty where there's the aliens that kidnap Rick, put him in a simulator. All right, you're going to be... Oh, the simulator aliens. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're going to have to be a bit more specific about aliens kidnapping right. Rick. Um, And they said... Rick describes them as the most ambitious, least successful aliens. And I'm like, you know what? That sums me up too fucking close. I'm pretty ambitious. Like, I've started several podcasts. I have a resin company I'm starting to get off the ground. I eventually want to open a card shop. I'm pretty ambitious, but I'm not successful in any of them. <laughs> I think you're doing so f- pretty well so far with your resin stuff. I'm doing okay. I haven't really opened up to non-friends. Yeah, and you have what? You're on your second season of your other podcast? We just wrapped second season. Oh, see, you're going to be starting your third season We're soon. We're starting third season recording next month, month after that or so. I say it's pretty successful for a podcast. I, I guess all right. I just... Like how many, about how many episodes a season? 24-ish. 24? Oh, well, halfway done with one of them. Yeah, you got a ways to go. I think I'm on episode 9 of the Dirty Water Boys. Uh, it's called Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Lost, I'm, I'm sorry, Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Uh, yeah. Watch it now. Listen now, sorry. Listen now. Um, hey, Thanks for the plug, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I appreciate someone saying that like we're doing a great job. I really do appreciate it. Um, And I don't know, I just... You know, I don't think myself as successful. So saying that we don't, that other shows don't compare. Well, for me, it's more <laughs> of a confidence boost than an ego boost. So you need that confidence boost. I do need that. I am not a confident person by nature. I have to build my confidence to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I should be nicer to you. <laughs> I have become null to your shenanigans. So <laughs> I, I go out of my way to sabotage you and you're just like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. No, not anymore. All I'm right. used to it. That's good. That's good to know. When you have a friend for this long that pokes that many holes in your logic, you just get used to that. I just, you know how like when someone will like flat tire you when you're walking? Flat tire you when you're walking? Like, you know, they step on the back of your foot and pull oh. your shoe off. That's called a flat tire. 
Oh. That's like my friendship to you. I just do a little annoyance to you, and it just makes me laugh, and sometimes you laugh, other times you just ignore so it. So just, just enough to not piss me off. Yeah, that's my goal with my friendship with you. I think that's probably pretty accurate so far, I, yeah. I live in that zone pretty well. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You've not done anything to piss me off, but, but you have annoyed a, me. A good amount to annoy you. <laughs> good amount of annoyance. <laughs> Alright, so what are we talking about today, Charles? Today we're talking about the Heisei King Ghidorah slash Mecha King Ghidorah. Yes. From the movie Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah. So, I wanted to start with this King Ghidorah because of the original Japanese movies. He's the biggest. Um, and he has two different forms in one movie. So we can talk about three. If we count the doors. Uh, if we count the doors. Oh my god, yeah. So it has three forms in this one movie. Um, so, I don't know. He's... He's my second favorite King Ghidorah. I I'd put him in my top three just because he's got multiple forms. And well, one there's of them only is, like five King Ghidorahs to choose from. You know, don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Also, and if you count the Mothra movies, there's a Cretaceous King Ghidorah too, so that adds more. Oh, there's also Death Ghidorah from the Rebirth Rebirth movies too, so that's another two. Okay, and if you count the Heisei movies in which he individually shows up, you got the Final Wars. You have the one with GMK. Um, and, you know, that was kind of the animes and the Monsterverse. Yeah, there are quite a bit of forms. King Ghidorahs. Yeah, I should think about it. Yeah. So, this was still my favorite, second favorite. My favorite is the Monsterverse King Ghidorah. Yeah, that's That badass. just encapsulates, like, all bas- badassdom of King Ghidorah. And I like how they use the wings as, like, walking appendages, like a bat. Yeah. I think that was a very, very good uh, artistic interpretation. Right. But, you know, if we're going old school looking... Also, this- now that I think about it, I think the Heisei King Ghidorah most resembles the Monsterverse King Ghidorah, doesn't it? As far as the heads go? Maybe it's the heads, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, as one fun fact about this King Ghidorah from Heisei, the head design is based off of Western Dragons. Yeah. As to where the other King Ghidorah from Showa was based off of Eastern Dragons. Right. So, yeah, the heads look a little different. Um, w- when did you first see this King Ghidorah movie? I don't keep a calendar in my head for when I first see each well, movie. Do you have like a rough idea? If I had a rough idea, probably seven years ago, eight years ago. Oh, okay. So That's, you were uh, deep into your fandom before you saw this movie. Yeah, most of what I've seen was maybe around half of the Showa movies and then a couple of the Millennium. I had actually get the the one I got into the least, but ended up being my favorite series was the Heisei series. That was the last one I got into, but became my favorite, mm-hmm. mostly because it had the most cohesive storyline. Until you get to this movie, which completely <laughs> fucks it up. <laughs> yeah, this movie is infamous for being the movie that completely screws up the entire timeline for the Heisei series. It's even confusing to watch if. If you're there like, there are so many plot holes in this movie. There's with plot the time holes, traveling in it. but then what threw me off the first time I saw this was only a couple years ago because I'm not a big Heisei fan. Right, you probably saw it when I was living here. I think that, or we had our movie night with Godzilla movies, and then uh, the next day I went online and watched more. A few years ago, we had a movie yeah, possibly. night where we watched like five Godzilla movies. You, um, you saw it at some point. But I remember, I remember the opening of this movie. They're underwater, and they're like, "Oh, there's King Ghidorah. He's he's dead. <laughs> you know, he's underwater. <laughs> he's already beat." Like I'm like, "Wait, did I miss a movie? Was there a movie before this I gotta watch where they fought? Was there a second King Ghidorah movie?" Like I was like very confused, and then like because I didn't realize that was like, you know, they're gonna jump back and forth in the timeline within right, the movie, like how some movies do, where it's yeah. like it shows you future events of the movie in the beginning. I didn't know that. I thought I was watching a part two. 
and I missed the part one. No, with Godzilla movies, I can see some people getting that confused. I was very confused. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I must have missed one. But no. Um, so hit us up with the stats of this big three-headed boy. All right. As you, as our usual, we do our weight height. With this being the first larger monster with an actual wingspan, I'm going to add that in too. Yeah, hit us. So we'll start off with his weight. For this King Ghidorah, he is 70,000 metric tons. So he's a heavy boy. Mm-hmm. His height is actually 150 meters, which I believe is the second tallest of all King Ghidorah. Uh, Monsterverse being the tallest with 158. Yeah, he's got an 8.8 meters on him. Mm-hmm. And then his wingspan is actually 175 meters. He's wider than he is tall. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a tall guy. I like uh, That's what makes like the King Ghidorah so iconic, is that big wingspan. Yeah. To me, at least. When I saw the Monsterverse one doing that, like, that's King Ghidorah right there. That, that motherfucker, the name fits him. What else you got there, bud? All right. Uh, well, bef- I don't want to get into the powers quite just yet, but... Uh, oh, you got a suit actor? The suit actor I do not have. I'm I'm going to be honest. I did not write that down in my notes because there was no way I was going to pronounce that accurately at all. All right. If you um, want to take a whack at it, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I have the modeled by... I have played by... Okay. Played by uh, Hurricane Ryu... Hanneken. 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 Yeah, you can see where I was confused on how to pronounce all that. Call him Hurricane. Just call him Hurricane. Just call him Hurricane. I wonder if that's an actual name or that's a nickname. I don't... Like, is that actually Hurricane? Is that actually oh, Hurricane is in quotes. So, Ryu... Oh, he's a, he's a, he even has a real name here. Um, I'm not gonna... Me... me. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I didn't bother writing it down. I'm not gonna get There's it. no way in hell. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to, like, pull shade on this guy for his name, but... Um, so, n- notable other people, other monsters he's played. He's played Batra in the Mothra vs. Godzilla movie. Um, he played Baby Godzilla in a G-Force mechanic in Mechagodzilla 2. Um, and then he played Godzilla Jr. in Destroya. And then, uh... Yeah, that, that's about all I got. Uh, he did some other stuff, so but nothing really in the Godzilla verse. And he's done quite a few roles in the yeah, yeah. series. Then, because Batro is the movie right after this one. Yeah, well, it's Godzilla vs. Mothra, which has Batro. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I still don't. That's one of the few Godzilla movies I haven't seen because I don't want to see it. Why not? Batro does not interest me at all. You just don't like any of the flying boys, the flies, the, the small fly bug boys. The only one you I, care about is Mothra. <laughs> Yeah, like, if it's a flying bug monster, only Mothra. I mean, yeah, there's there's Mothra, there's Batra, there's Megagirus. Nobody cares about Megagirus. I do like his design, though. But that's me. Yeah, I don't care about Megagirus. We can get the Megagirus in another episode, though. That's going to be way down the line. Megagirus and Batra are <laughs> way gonna, down the line. <laughs> for I, you, that's just going to be throwaway episodes and you don't know who to talk about. That's, like, where I'm, like, not there for the episode and you just have to record by yourself. Uh, how are we going to do that if you have all the recording equipment? I have no idea how to use You'll it. You'll do it on your phone at home. I'll just record, like, an hour-long session on my phone and just email it to you. Yep. That'll be a good episode. Yeah, let me figure out how to do an email. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to send email? I have never sent an email in my life. What? Charles, you've never sent an email in your I've life? I've never had a reason to. 
I am flabbergasted. When you're born in a modern era of technology, you don't need email all the time. I mean, uh, even when like when email was first cool in like 2003, you didn't send it to your friends like, hey guys, poopy butts. Boop, boop. In 2000, I didn't even have a decent phone in 2003, let alone a computer. Well, no, there was like no cell phones in 2003. You know? I didn't have a computer either. I was I was a I poor black child. I didn't either. A public school, buddy. They had computers at the public school. I I went to Washington. They should have had a computer lab. They You've, did. All right, you have an email address, though, right? Yeah. All right, I'm I would not be to... saying it here, but yeah. <laughs> you don't want to leak your personal information? <laughs> no. It's hit me with their social security. All right, later today after record, I'm going to get your email. I'm going to send you an email, and you will send me one back, so you can at least say you fucking sent an email <laughs> in your life. Oh, my God, you are almost 30 years old, and you haven't sent an email. I have never sent an email. Oh, my God, that hurts me a little bit. Uh, have I? No. Like, I know you were a low-tech. Like, you're a low-tech person. Dude, I was off the grid till I was, like, 21. <sighs> yeah, that's right. I had to help you get your driver's license. You had and to teach me how to drive. I had to teach you how to drive. I had to help you get your ID, like a state ID, so you could get paychecks from work. Remember that? Yeah. I don't... You don't... You I remember... So, getting... remember working at Pizza Ranch, they would always just let you... Uh, cash no, it. no, I remember that. But I, all I had to do to get that state ID, though, is I just had to have a birth certificate mailed to me, and then get another copy of my yeah, social card. You had to go down to the DMV to get it to get your your ID. I, I remember you driving me to the DMV yeah. so I could get it. I think, yeah. yeah, I think all you did though was just drive me there. I got right, but I helped you like find out what you needed to get, and then you got your mom to get the other oh, stuff. Oh, right, right, yeah. Because yeah. I remember our manager from work was like Logan. Help him be an adult here. He remember Ryan literally pulled me oh, aside fuck, Ryan. when that new when that new rule came up. He's like, "All right, you help this man become an adult, right?" Because we were living together. No, I didn't hear him say that. He didn't say it in front of you. He told me. Of course, it. he didn't say it to my fucking face. <laughs> so I remember that man. Great, nice to know. Oh, the funny part is I now live in his old place. So that is that is also true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, height, weight, wingspan, height, weight, whatever uh, that the actor. <laughs> Suit actors. <laughs> suit actor. All right. Uh, do we want to go over what the name King Ghidorah means? Yes, please. Tell us what the uh, kanji stands for. <laughs> so I can't read kanji. Uh, I am I'm a Vietnamese American. I, I don't speak Japanese. You can look it up. Um, the kanji for the Ghidorah part of King Ghidorah comes from the word for Hydra. Also, it's similar to a Russian pronunciation of the word Hydra. Which they have the Russian language here, and I I can't speak Russian either. Um, King part of the name, the kanji comes from the influence of King Dragon, which was um, part of a Soviet, a Japanese film. King Dragon was a Japanese film, a long time ago. That's basically it. Um, you're welcome, and I won't mention the horrible conversation you had to meet with me before we recorded. Where you're like, you should read the kanji. You're Asian. I'm not Japanese, <laughs> you Charles. bring it up. I life. want... You have to be shamed a little bit. A little bit. You're Asian. You can read I kanji. I apologize for my ignorant racism earlier. <laughs> I speak before I think. I will admit that. Like, you know Japan and Vietnam are very different countries. Yes, I do. There's I, like 2,000 miles between them. I understand <laughs> Very different As cultures. As I stated, and I history. apologize for my ignorant racism. <laughs> I won't get on you too hard. Um, so when they were building the suit, the 
uh, the the crew, the film staff. Yeah, had, he said it was some eighteen piano wires or like nine people on pulley systems. Yeah, it was eighteen piano wires, nine people controlling it, and then there was one scene when they were like having him jump up and fly back down, where like seventeen of the piano wires snapped. So they're like, okay, for this jumping stuff and the flying stuff, no human in the suit. Oh. You know, after watching the movie this morning and you saying it was for a jumping scene, I realized what part it could possibly be for for him jumping. There's a part in the movie where Godzilla's laying on the ground. I'm assuming with the suit actor in the suit, mm-hmm. with Ghidorah just jumping up and down him. If those wires snapped, if it was that jumping scene, on the guy, that'd have been rough. Oh, I feel bad for the suit actor for Godzilla if he was actually <laughs> in there when that happened, because that would just be. Two huge suits falling on top of each other with a guy inside yeah. of one of them. Oh my god. So then they went to non-human uh, suit for jumping scenes, then a one-third scale miniature for flying scenes, and then a Bandai action figure for the shadow casts over the city. Yeah, so even the movie people use the action figures. Um, and then the each head has a different name by the staff. To help them differentiate and distinguish. Yeah, freedom. I believe we looked those up, and they, the from you said from left to right. Yes, sir. No, it from is, right to left. Sorry, from right to left. From right to left, it is Ichiro, mm-hmm. Jiro, mm-hmm. and Saburu. Not mm-hmm. Subaru, Saburu. Yes, for those who may have misheard me. Yes, uh, which is you know that's that's fun. Give them each their own head. I know on the yeah. internet, you know, you've seen the meme of the. The cartoon head of Ghidorah. Yeah, there's and like the, ones the, the one derpy serious head. one, the one looking at the other one, the other one's just like super derpy. I know each one of those have a head for from the for that meme, um, because like there's us. We'll talk about that more when we cover the MonsterVerse stuff, right? But on the internet, there is a name for each head because the right the meme, head is yeah. always the derpy dumb one. Even if you watch that movie, that one's always kind of like a dumb puppy. So rewatch the MonsterVerse movie with that one. You'll notice the one head's always kind of dumb. No, I've, That's where that I've meme comes seen from. the... Uh... Oh, wait, you mean like from King of the Monsters? Yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, because like... Is that why that There's a reason for that meme because oh in the movie, the the right head always acts kind of dumb and derpy. Because it got a lot of spoilers, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we cover MonsterVerse, which I do want to... I think we should cover a MonsterVerse movie soon. We, cover we a MonsterVerse should. monster. Uh... Which one would we do first? I, I guess I guess maybe the first one with the Mutos. Yeah, we could cover the Mutos. I don't know. Uh, f- f- listeners, hit us up on uh, Godzilla DAP on Twitter or or Instagram. Let's know which MonsterVerse movie, want MonsterVerse monster we should do first. Yeah. Maybe we should just do Godzilla for that one. Yeah, possibly. We just straight up do Godzilla. Oh, maybe. Uh, let us know what yeah, what We've only thinking. done one episode on one Godzilla so far, so we should probably do another Godzilla this is soon. This only our 10th so. episode, though, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, like 50 different Godzillas. Alright, you want to go into the powers and abilities of this big boy? Yeah, let's go ahead and go into the powers and abilities, and uh, we can probably hit up the plot of the movie after that. Mm-hmm. So, we are not going to lie here, people. There are not very many abilities that King Ghidorah actually has. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can embellish them a little bit and tell you how he fights, so it seems like he has more than what he does. So, let's start off with his basic power of flight. He flies at about speeds of Mach 4 or 5, which is enough to tear up houses and entire towns if he's flying low to the ground. Yeah, and you can evade jet fighters and stuff, because that's yeah. about what a jet fighter can fly. Yeah, then there's his trademark gravity beams, mm-hmm. which are powerful enough to cause visible pain to Godzilla on more often than not occasions. Yeah, they're the big crackly yellow lightning bolts yeah, in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, fun fact about those, Charles. On the original poster for the movie, you can see 
each head has a different colored beam. Yeah, I believe you told me earlier that uh, they had wanted Origi- originally to go with three different colors. Yeah, originally they wanted each head to have its own colored beam. That's why the poster has different colored beams come to the mouth. Uh, they scrapped that idea, but when he come, becomes Mecha Godzilla, the middle one has a different colored head as an homage to that. Right. Or which different is, colored beam. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I wish they did go with different beam colors. Yeah, overall. it would have been nice. Like, have, like, the middle one be gold and the right and left be, like, red yeah, or orange as a little or more something. personality. Yeah, so, like, the fact that each head has a different name, having each one have a different color beam would have given them a little more differentiation. Mm-hmm. Actually, a really cool idea would have been to have each head be a different style of dragon head. That would have been real nice. Uh, I don't know if I like that. I like yeah, them may- all Yeah, being, maybe not. Because, you know, the, the name comes from Hydra. Hydras are all, like, a same head-looking motherfucker. Right, right. All right, and then he's got his large wings. Like mm-hmm. we said earlier, he's got a wingspan of 175. Those are some big wings. Mm-hmm. He can create hurricane winds with those wings to blow towards his enemies to either drive them off balance or even knock them to the ground. Yeah, or if you got tanks shooting at you, fuck those tanks up. Right. Uh, then he has his necks, even, that he can constrict his opponents with. And at some point in the movie, he does do this to Godzilla, <coughs> enough so that Godzilla's foaming at the mouth trying to get some air. I like that scene. I like that scene a lot. <laughs> just, like, watching Godzilla get choked out. Yeah, I don't know why. Just the foam out of the mouth is just funny to me, but it's also like, oh, damn. <laughs> right? It's like, those necks are some tough necks. <laughs> it's like, how is he not choking himself, squeezing that hard? That's a f- well, s- snakes don't really choke themselves when they're strangling Yeah, something. but they're squeezing with the lower body, never, like, r- around where the head is. <sighs> Although, to be fair, he's got three heads. He could be breathing through the other two while the middle one doesn't need yeah, to. Yeah, it's gotta be, like, one set of lungs on that boy. I'm assuming. Right? I mean, the lungs are usually in the chest area, so... All yeah, three it's gotta be, like, one... Down. Like, the body, it's all one set of everything. Heart, lungs, right, bladder. Right. <clears throat> so I guess that makes more sense. Then there's his basic durability. Uh, he can shrug off blasts from Godzilla's atomic ray, mm-hmm. like multiple. However, uh, it is noted that if he takes too many blasts to specific areas of his body, notably the fronts of his necks and his wings, that they can become damaged or even dis- completely destroyed. Yeah, there is a limit of that durability, but just being able to shrug off a few blasts is pretty impressive yeah. in itself. Basically, anywhere where he doesn't have his thick golden scales is a weak point that, if repeatedly struck, can be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Such as his wings and fronts of his necks. Um, do we want to go into Mecha, Ga- Mecha King Ghidorah? Might as well at this point. Uh, should we explain the plot first before we do that no. so they understand why he's there? Uh, or how he became let, Mecha let, King Ghidorah? Let's just go into Mecha King Ghidorah now. Oh, okay. That we keep all the, the stuff near itself. So, right, right. So, we'll explain how he becomes yeah. Mecha King when we go over the plot. There. Yeah. How, how big is Mecha King Ghidorah? Uh, Mecha King Ghidorah is actually the same height and same wingspan. However, weirdly, he only gains 10,000 metric tons to a total of 80,000. Now, me and Logan had a, a small discussion about this before we popped into this podcast today. Um... Uh, there is a lot of metal put on this guy for it to only be another 10,000 metric tons. And that is kind of weirdly a small amount of Yeah, weight. so a, a Magic King Ghidorah, big yellow three-headed monster boy, take away one of the heads, replace it with a metal neck and head. Uh, he has metal wings now. Yeah, wings His body is replaced. metal. Yeah, his chest area is concased in metal front to back. And then his feet's got little metal supports. Yeah, he's got little metal shin guards, and at the tip of both of his tails has metal spikes. That's a lot of extra metal for only 20,000 pounds. That's 
Well, math doesn't add up. Yeah, that math is way off. Like, that's got to be at least another t- 30 metric tons. Like, how, how much? I'm sorry, what was it? What was, it was 10 extra metric tons? You went tons? from 70,000 metric tons to 80,000 metric tons. So imagine the machines at work we work with. They're probably maybe a ton each. Like yeah. They probably weigh about 2,000 pounds. And considering that those... So just 10 of those make up all that metal? No. Yeah, that's... No. He should be a much heavier boy. Unless, like, the metal from the future is, like, very low weight but very durable. Oh, yeah, it is future metal. So we're, we could be talking about, like, a titanium alloy that's super strong and super light. Yeah. You know what? I think that's probably a fair... That's that, probably a I, fair That excuse. has to be what's happening there because there's no way otherwise... Yeah, I'm going to go with that. It's like a super durable new nth metal or something. It's got to be. That's a DC Comics reference for Hawkman, for those paying attention at home. I was trying to figure out where nth metal was <laughs> from. Like, it's not Asgardian. What is that? Um, so, uh, does he have any other new powers besides that? He's yeah, like he actually powers. picks up a, a different array of abilities. Instead of his flight, because his metal wings actually do not let him fly, he has anti-gravity flight. So he generates an anti-gravity field allowing him to fly. Oh, it's uh, uh, anti-gravity things by his ankles. So the weird metal metal shin straps. The shin straps are his flight. That's what it says. It says generated by armor around his ankles. I so, did not. I was not aware that that's what generated the anti-gravity. That's what I have here. Yeah. That is interesting. I figured it'd be a mechanism in the wings that could generate. Yeah, and that the would wings, make more sense. The wings are solar panels. Oh, so he gets energy through his wings. So if those yeah. get destroyed... It's nice to know that this monster destruction is green. That's nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he destroys your world, but he's green about it. <laughs> You'll, you don't want to hurt the environment. You have to destroy True. humanity. And technically, Mecha King Ghidorah is a good guy in this instance, so... Yeah. They could be using him to prevent natural disasters. Yeah, there we survived. go, yeah. Green for green. There we go. <laughs> Then uh, the middle head, instead of having a gravity beam, fires off just your run-of-the-mill super-powered laser beam, Mm -hmm. which has a nice whitish-greenish color to it, I believe, if I remember from the movie. Um, Don't they call it, like, plasma or laser? Like, they call it a plasma beam, right? Uh, When I looked it up, it said laser beam. Laser, okay. I'm sorry, I was watching the movie while I was doing dishes this morning, so I wasn't, like, fully paying attention. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to multitask. Yeah. Uh, then he has his he has an energy bite. I don't know if he used it during the fight, but he does have an energy bite where if he bites down on Godzilla his with his biological heads, he can transfer static energy through his teeth to discharge into his victim, causing visible damage. Okay. Uh, this has been seen in different incarnations of Ghidorah doing this, and it's powerful enough to make the skin smoke. From, like, the comic books or the games or something? I've actually seen uh, multiple movies where he bites down on Godzilla and it causes damage. Okay. Like, uh, for instance, the one off the top of my head would be from GMK when he was a guardian monster. Well, it's totally different That's, Ghidorah, though, brother. No, technically a different one, but um, um, multiple Ghidorahs do do this. So no, I'm assuming they all. <laughs> I'm assuming they all have it. <laughs> you said do-do. <laughs> I did. All right. <laughs> um, and then he's got the claw machine. Yeah, the Godzilla right? capture devices slash machine hand is what they called it. <laughs> it's so basically the Godzilla capture devices are four tethers with tasers on the end that come out and grab all four extremities. Yep. and just zap them into submission. While uh, the machine hand grabs his abdomen, allowing Ghidorah <laughs> to carry him. Over long distances. 
<laughs> I just love it. Machine Hand. I love that it's called Machine Hand. I the, love the, that the it's The way a, they name some of this stuff sometimes is just I, really... I love how it's literally like a mechanical claw from a claw machine that just grabs them. <laughs> like, I got you. Yeah. Um. So, and that's pretty much the climax of the movie is him doing that. Yeah. And although he does not do... Well, I guess he technically does do it in the movie when he first comes back to the past... Uh, Mecha King Ghidorah does have a time warp ability since he's got yeah. a time machine as his control mechanism. Mm-hmm. So technically, Mecha King Ghidorah can travel through a time at will if the one piloting it wants to. Yeah. And I don't know, just in my head, thinking of a King Ghidorah that can time travel. It, it's a good thing he's controlled its own, by someone. If, if, it, if Mecha King Ghidorah had its own will again and could time travel, that is terrifying. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Um, and then he has some more abilities, but they're only showing up in video games and comic books I'm seeing here. Yeah, and like always, we really don't go into the comic book and video game appearance-only powers. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's quite some, a few. I've read a good amount of the IDW stuff, or uh, not a good amount, a, a no, like some. Some. It's pretty good. Uh, check out the IDW stuff if you want good comics. Yeah, I've, I'm trying to complete the series that I've started collecting, but I have not been able to do so yeah. lately. Um, and but then his totally. weakness, he can he, he gets fucked up by Godzilla blasts. Yeah, when he first fights him before becoming Mecha Godzilla, he gets his head blown off and his wings shredded. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, his weaknesses are his neck and the wings if they get repeatedly blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have to mention the first form. They are called the Dorats. The Dorats. Um, so, so I was looking these guys up Friday um, when my lady and I were hanging out, and she looked at my phone. She's like. What the hell is that? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, what? It's a cute little, it's a little Godzilla monster. It's are you it. okay? Yeah, she's like, okay. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Do, do they look that weird to warrant that response? I guess to her. So I thought they always were kind of cute but derpy. Yeah, they're cute. I guess they're, they're nightmare a- fuel for my girlfriend. <laughs> Instead of being adorkable, they are a- adorable. Uh, they're, they're like little derps, but they're There's adorable. something. So the 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 idea for the Dorats came they, from they reminded they me it. of Dragonite from Pokemon. He's a derpy looking dragon. You think that looks like Dragonite from Pokemon? As far as being derpy goes, okay. I think I'm not derpier. Not, not appearance for appearance, but well, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely derpier. But the the inspiration for the look of the Dorats came from a cat and a bat combined. Um, and some of the concept art, um, if you can find it online, really cute. I love some of the concept. Some of the concept art. They have it look really fucking cute. You know, one of my sketchbooks, I got, I do cute stuff only. I might look that up and draw yeah. it. Yeah. And then the final result just looks like this soulless thing that stares through you. <laughs> Which the- is weird because <laughs> the Dorats, according to the Futurians, were created to be therapeutic animals for yeah. people who are trying to not be depressed. <laughs> and they look like nightmare fuel. Yeah, they can, like, sense your emotions through microwave impulses and stuff. Um yeah. Yeah, it, it's there. I wouldn't want that as my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Not I. Well, they are from the future. They have different opinions, I guess. Um. Yeah. So just it's this two foot, three foot tall little monster <sighs> with I think about bat the size wings. Of, well, after watching the movie, I think they're about the size of like a human head. Yeah, it might be only be a foot. So, yeah, yeah I'd say like, I'd say a foot, foot and a half at the most. And they they they're capable of some flight. They can sense emotions. Um, and then they can they can whistle too. Yeah, um, that's about it. Yeah, they basically just imagine a baby King Ghidorah, but with only one head each. Yeah, and, and when they say like a it, the head is kind of cat like, 
Just the eyes yeah, are I, I can very kinda, wrong. Yeah, I the can, picture I'm looking at right now is very cat-like, just with like a really bad overbite. I can see it, but it's still jarring to think that that's supposed to be a cat. <laughs> I just love my girlfriend's also, reaction I, of like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I'm not looking up something horrible, I'm looking up Dora. Also, now I think about it, a cat plus bat equals dragon. Hey, you can get there. Nah, you cannot get there. You can get there. Nah. I, the ferocity of All a right, cat. It's cat plus bat plus nuclear weapon. Okay, add in the nuclear energy. You you got a deal, I guess. Yeah. Still. <laughs> All right, should we get in the plot of the movie? Uh, yeah, let's get to the plot. Let's get to the thick of this. So our movie, off, our movie starts with um, a UFO flying over Japan, mm-hmm. which we later find out is the mothership of the Futurians, which is also a time machine. Another great name for like weird bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Futurians. Like there's the there's the there's the the one from uh, Megalon the the sea the, the, the oh, I don't oh, remember the, what the those ones are called the Secretions or the, or the Cetopians the Cetopians how about the the Futurians Futurians how about the Dark Nebula Space Number Three something yeah <laughs> Dark Nebula Space Monsters Watch Black Hole pre- Space Monsters yeah the Black Hole Nebula uh, the, the Black Hole Nebula Three Space yes that's <laughs> it uh, the watch zillions. our previous yeah watch our previous episodes we trash on all these alien <laughs> the zillions guys. which are just aliens with an X in front of it uh, yeah just the, aliens with an X Futur Futur Futurians that's a good one that's such a good one. It's, All right, they're from what year, Charles? It sounds the most accurate. Um, they are from the year 2204. Okay, we're coming up on that. Just just a couple hundred it's years. like another 180 like years. 180 Something like years. that, yeah, we're coming up on that. All right. <coughs> and uh, when they finally interact with the leaders of Japan, they explain that the future had become very bad for Japan. Like, Japan no longer exists. It got wiped out by Godzilla, and it was basically become a nuclear wasteland due to nuclear fallout from Godzilla. And they're like, let's take care of your Godzilla problem for you, yeah. buddies. And so they come back and ask for help to go further back, which, first plot hole there, why didn't they just go all the way back from the get-go? Eh, you do what you want. I mean, it's a Godzilla movie. Although, I think I kind of figured out why they didn't do that. They went back to this time specifically because a guy was about to write a book about the creation of Godzilla. So, they needed expertise and people from that time period, which is the year... Present time for this movie is the year 1992, which also mm-hmm. happens to be the year that I was born. Oh, congratulations. Which is why this is one of my more favorite movies. It's my year movie. Just say more favorite. More favorite, yes. More favorite. No, I don't think. Uh... Where was I? More favorite. More favorite. More favorite. Um, so they needed people from the year 1992 who knew about the creation of Godzilla, or so they thought, to help them go back and confirm that the monster, or I guess dinosaur, that they teleport is in fact Godzilla. So they make, make sure they get the right thing. I think that's what fixes that plot hole. That's A why little they didn't bit, go yeah. All the way back. Um, and in this, we do see that in World War II, there is this island with a Godzilla source on it. That's it a dinosaur. Largus Island. Y- Largus Island. Thank you. Largus Lego. Largos. Lar- Largos. Lagos. 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 Legolas Island. I think it's Lagos. It's Lagos. Lagos Island. Um, and like, there's a scene when they do go back in time. They see how he helped the Japanese soldiers like survive an attack from the Americans. And like, there's a businessman who owns a 
big corporation now who was who one was of those the, soldiers. Uh, he was, uh, the one that owned the corporation was actually the leading officer of the garrison on Lagos Island. Right. So, yeah, there's a, like a whole thing where we get to see this derpy-ass Godzilla dinosaur, which is cute. I believe they dubbed it a Godzillasaurus. Yeah, I said that just not 45 seconds ago. You called it a Godzilla. I, I said Godzillasaurus, brother. Right. I'll replay it. You can re- Future Charles, when you're listening I will. to this, you'll know that I'm right. <laughs> it will listen to the episode when it comes out. I'm going to put it out today right away. I, I, I don't want our, our fans to have to wait any longer. Yeah, they've waited long enough. We, we, we got you guys. We'll have it out <laughs> as soon as we're done. Um, so yeah, uh, they go back in time, they bring these door rats with them, they're like, what the hell's that? And they're like, oh, it's this cute monster to make you feel better. Yeah, and then, uh, secretively, the Futurians leave the door rats on the island when they go back to the present after teleporting Godzillasaurus to the future. Also, they don't very hole. well secretively, like, cause everyone no, like, caught they get them. caught, but they just glaze over it like this. Like, oh, where's the door rats? They're like, ignores question. Look over there, it's a unicorn. And then they're like, go back to the present. Like, yeah, like, M11, ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Like, completely ignores the question after they get caught. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even going to address it. And then uh, my second plot hole, as far as time travel goes in this in this movie so far. When they teleported that Godzillasaurus, instead of just moving it to a different place in that time period, they sent it to the future of the year 1992, present time for the movie. To the Bering Strait. To the Bering Strait, where I don't know why. Like, they know there's a lot of nuclear fallout stuff just everywhere in that year, so why would you put it somewhere where it could potentially become Godzilla again anyway? Which is exactly what happens. Yeah, so basically their plan is, to summarize it up again, they want to go back to the year 1944, grab the Godzillasaurus, and put him somewhere else so he won't be exposed to the nuclear bomb that turns him into Godzilla. And the humans are like, hey, that's a great idea. But then they're like, all right, we do that, and then we're going to leave these little dumplings, and they're going to get exposed to it, and they're going to turn into King Ghidorah. That's basically their plan. Then they move Godzilla to the Bering Strait, where he is yet still exposed to radiation, but modern radiation, so he becomes back even bigger. And more powerful. Oh, such a bad plan. And then Such the, a bad plan. And then when they come back to the present time, uh, they now the Futurians now have control over the now mutated King Ghidorah, and they're using yes. it to destroy Japan because they lied about their reasons for coming back. When in actuality, in the future of the year twenty two oh four, Japan has become the world's greatest superpower, buying out entire continents of countries, such as South America and Africa, to be named couple in the movie yay colonialism <laughs> just and so apparently japan in the future got so powerful they became egotistical and this coalition of other people wanted to stop them and then this small group of them are just going full terrorist and are trying to just wipe them out in the past yes but then two of them turn good well one of them turns good and turns well okay so one of them is like the only Japanese person part of their group. Yeah, that was funny when they introduced him. So I was like, oh, hey. Oh, I, yeah. No, I, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> the, the two guys and then one girl come out of the ship to introduce themselves as the Futurians. The two guys just say their names. And then the girl says her first name and then says she's Japanese. <laughs> like, hello, I'm Japanese. <laughs> like, yeah, my name is, uh, my name is Amy. I'm Japanese. I'm like, we didn't need to know. <laughs> they did come out of a spaceship, though. True. That's a little warranted, but it is awkward. I'm gonna as hell. assume they told her. 
like as part of their plan to tell them she's Japanese, lure to them just kind of lure them in. Yeah. I'm assuming that's why, because otherwise it awkward. it'd be like me walking up to you at work as if I had never known you before. Me like, hi, my name's Chuck Witherspoon. I'm black. It's like, thank you. I can see that, <laughs> but you don't need to know that. It is a little jarring. It's yeah. a little. It's a little awkward, but I, yeah, I get why it was done. Yeah, I can. I, if you think about it, because you, you step out. Why. If you step out of a spaceship and introduce yourself, like, "Hey, I'm Charles. I'm black." You're like, okay. Raises <laughs> more questions than answers, but I get why you said that. <laughs> I guess if you think about it that way, yeah, I can see that a little bit. All right, so the the Japanese lady turns on the Futurians. Yeah, because they're trying to now wipe out her homeland. Mm-hmm. And uh, she turns their android, M11, who fucking makes this movie. M- M11 fucks, man. M11 is a good dude. He is fucking awesome. <laughs> My favorite scene with M11, just to go off on a quick tangent here, is when he's chasing down Emmy and her uh, ancestor from 1992 in the car. Like, his car gets rolled over, he gets out, just rips off his shirt, and then just... Tr- running after the car Mm -hmm. like the way they showed that it's just a background rushing by him and his face just super serious not moving at all (laughs) this movie is is kind of like unintentionally funny oh like this one like amazing they take it very serious but man some of the stuff comes off as awkward and funny (laughs) this one's definitely a watch i i have a friend his name is uh k we call him k rose he worked with us at pizza and she know him Mm-hmm. He I'm, I'm, uh, yes. he goes to G Fest almost every year. He actually met that actor and got me a signed mugshot for M11. Oh, nice! Yeah, I have it at home. Very nice. It is very nice. Yeah, really frame cool. that. And put it on your fridge. I don't have it framed, but it is on a nice like hardback thing, so it doesn't like bend or okay. anything. Well, that's cool. That's a I have, fun I have it kept it. in a safe place. So. All right. Uh, so back to the plot. Uh, yeah, uh, those two turn good. Yeah, Emmy and M11 turn. Yeah, so then they're going to try to sabotage the Futurians. Yeah, so while Me- while Godzilla is fighting King Ghidorah, uh, Emmy, M11, and her, and, and, and her ancestor, I don't know what the hell happened there for a or second. more better. Uh, and her ancestor uh, infiltrate the mothership and destroy the supercomputer that's helping them control King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. This stuns King Ghidorah enough in the fight for Godzilla to turn the tide in his favor. Yes. So, while that's all going on, King Ghidorah and Godzilla are fighting. Yeah. Um, and, like, in this situation, Godzilla's kind of good because he's stopping the monster that's destroying the city. Yeah. But then... After like, he defeats King Ghidorah. Right, so then they stun him, and then King Ghidorah gets his dick kicked in, pretty much. Yeah, Godzilla blows his head off, shreds his wings, yeah. and leaves him in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, so they their plan successful, then they, then they teleport... The ship, uh, M11, and what's the girl's name again? Emmy and M11. They Emmy take and M11. The, the, they take the smaller time machine ship out of the mothership and use that to teleport the mothership right in front of Godzilla. Godzilla destroys Godzilla it. destroys it. Thus not allowing the terrorist Futurians to return to the future and get away with this. So then Godzilla's like, I'm bad. Yeah, so it turns out being mutated by modern nuclear energy was a bit more than his mind could probably handle, and he just goes onto a rampage and starts destroying Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So then, in the future... Yeah, so Emmy and M11 plan to go back to the future 200 years. 
or give or take, mm-hmm. to recover the remains of King Ghidorah, who's actually not dead, but was left comatose after his fight with Godzilla for 200-something years. And so, just re- a power nap. Oh, yeah, one hell of a power nap. And rebuild him into Mecha King Ghidorah with the time machine as the control module in the side, and I believe in the middle of his chest. Yes. And then he teleports back to 92, right after the fight, and fights Godzilla again. Yeah, in an so, attempt to prevent Tokyo's destruction. And here's where we see the cool little the little capture device with the claw out of the chest. Yeah, they go toe-to-toe for a while, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, King Ghidorah is starting to take a bit too much damage, so M11 says, all right, let's deploy the capture devices. Sends, sends them to the bottom of the ocean, fly up, yep, drops fly. them to the bottom of the ocean. Godzilla still blasting them with atomic blast while he's getting carried. Then gets dropped into the ocean, both of them. The end of the movie, we see Godzilla's eyes open, but he's kind of fucked up, so he doesn't immediately go yeah. back to Japan. So he just starts hibernating. So that's that's pretty much the plot. It's I will say this. I, I do like this movie, because it's funny, it's awkward without meaning to be. Oh, yeah, no, it's the a great movie. The fight scenes are cool. The only issue with this movie is the plot holes of the time traveling. The plot is fucking wild. Like, yeah. there's two... There's two time-traveling scenes, and then Godzilla's a bad guy, but he's a good guy, but then he's a bad guy. King Ghidorah's a bad guy, but then he's a good guy as Mecha King Ghidorah. Like, it's a... The plot is a mess. Yeah. And then here's the here's my biggest issue with the time-traveling, though. They... When they went back and moved Godzilla, he would not have existed from then to 1992. But everybody remembers him as if he did. Yeah, there's like they there's that weird time paradox where like, well, they shouldn't know about Godzilla, but then they do, but they shouldn't because he was removed from time and brought to modern time. Right. The also ooh. the Dorats were there for ten years before they mutated, so that that was another I think what forty years that King Ghidorah would have been around that they had no knowledge of until 1992. Right. So, so he was just on the island for forty years as King which, Ghidorah, which I feel would still be impossible to not notice him at his size if they were doing nuclear testing near it. There's a lot of plot armor. Yeah, there's a lot of plot armor. If I had to argue how people still remembered Godzilla, it would be the fact that three people went back in time with them from their time period that saw him and knows he's there. So they're the paradox fixing part. But that's still a stretch. It's still a stretch. It's sloppy. I do like the movie a lot, though. Also, that would also mean that every movie in the Heisei series before this movie never happened. We live in a world where Biollante didn't happen. Thank you, Charles. But thank you. Here's the fucked up part. And move and a couple movies later down the lo- the, the road, um, space, space Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh they mention Biollante. Oh my god! <laughs> Hang on a minute. Yeah. So oh those movies still existed, oh. even though they shouldn't now. So the timeline is just completely fucked. <laughs> And nobody knows what's going on. Biz are constantly referencing movies <laughs> that should technically not have happened anymore. Oh, this movie's a mess. I know. This movie completely screws up the timeline for Heisei. To be fair, it was the 90s. It was. And continuity wasn't as important. No. But, like, <laughs> but thinking about it nowadays, like, time traveling really fucked up that series. Yeah. Um, quick little note, the head of the Mecha Godz- Mecha King Ghidorah. Oh, yes, and a couple movies later down the line in Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla 2, which is actually Super Mecha Godzilla, they used the technology from the head that was again blown off of King Ghidorah to 
make a new Mecha Godzilla, which ended up being Super Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So it was made from Future Tech, but here's the weird part: it was made better, which means past tech surpassed Future Tech. Well, then the fact that it's called it's called Mecha King King, or it's called Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla Two, right? Yeah. But in this timeline, it's the it's the first it's time the, they ever fought the first Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just called it two because just because like oh it's hey. the second Mecha Godzilla incarnation. Even though that was called Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla. No, that was a Millennium one. Was it? Fuck. Yeah, that's oh it's Terror of Mecha Godzilla is the second. Yeah, one. you're yeah, the first one in show was Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, uh, Godzilla versus Mecha versus, Godzilla, and then then terror. it was Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Then in the Heisei, two. it was Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two. Then, then in Millennium, against. it was Godzilla against, and then Godzilla Tokyo Godzilla then Tokyo, Tokyo SOS. Then there oh. is no Mecha Godzilla in uh, Final Wars. Right. <clears throat> okay, that was Heisei King Ghidorah. Um, really quick, I want to shout out one person, uh, a couple people from the Instagram, uh, filling for time, filling for time. I am filling for time. All right. So, uh, on the Instagram, I post what monster we're going to talk about and then let people talk about the monster and we'll read them on the air. Right. We only got one. It's from Sister Rez. Uh, she says, Nico says, this is a badass kaiju and wants to make sure you talk about Dorats. So hope, hope we let... Hope we lived up to the expectation there. Yeah, we brought out the Doras. We talked to them for a good couple of minutes about how um, off-branded therapeutic they should be, but aren't. Yes. Um, and then the, uh, one another reason why I want to talk about King Ghidorah for this episode, um, we had someone on the Instagram called Godzilla Geek 28 says, can you please do a history of Godzilla Jr. or Ghidorah? And I said, we'll have plans, because he asked this back in, like, November. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to do a video on Godzilla Jr. That's my favorite a- episode little Godzilla. of Godzilla Jr. No video in this component. Yeah, sorry. Episode. So, yeah, Godzilla Geek, I got King Ghidorah out here early for you. We'll eventually do Godzilla Jr. at some point. But, yeah, thank you so much. Please interact with us on the Instagram, all that stuff. It's Godzilla DAP. Follow us there. I'm more active there than on the Twitter, because I just, I'm bad at Twitter. I'm bad at Instagram, I don't- too. But I'm the only social media I have is Facebook. You've never I, sent an email in your life, Charles. I'm not going to have you do the yeah, Instagram. The, the only social media I have is Facebook, and I'm hardly on that. I'm not so. going to have you run an Instagram. You haven't sent an email. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Where I'm a you... failure as a person. I'm sorry. Where... <laughs> where do you put this? We always do the tier list. For the tier of Kaiju, where do you put King Ghidorah slash Mecha King Ghidorah? Well, taking into consideration the abilities he picks up as Mecha King Ghidorah, like being able to time travel, zero gravity flight, and whatnot, had he not been defeated, I'd say he'd be S tier. I think he's low S tier. Yeah, I, I can go with low Because S-tier. of his size, his like, powers, his time travel potential, Yeah, all that stuff. The fact that it was a one-on-one fight... Not very often is it a Godzilla movie is a straight one-on-one fight. No, not really. Usually there's some sort of interference between either between especially humans with a, or... Especially with a Ghidorah mm-hmm. in mind. Although, if you think about it that way... That may kind of weaken him a little bit. Yeah. Little I would bit. say Showa is top S tier because it took all of the kaiju to fight Oh, him. yeah. No, I've seen multiple videos of people always put Showa Ghidorah at the top because it always takes more than one guy to take yeah. him down. This one, I think, is low S tier. Design of Mecha of Mecha King Ghidorah is one of my favorites of all time. Oh yeah, no, it's I pretty damn good. Love Mecha King Ghidorah. That design is awesome. Like if I was gonna get a Godzilla tattoo, it might be Mecha King Ghidorah. It'd be a hell of a tattoo to get. They're pretty dope. 
but I also want to get like before we did our show, I wanted our logo of like Godzilla sliding like from Megalon to be the tattoo. But now that it's our logo, I feel kind of weird doing that as a tattoo. Yeah, but, but eventually someday, maybe maybe you'll get a maybe Mothra tattoo, like, and I'll get a Godzilla I'll tattoo. And we're holding hands. We'll have a matching Mothra tattoo. Mothra tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't have a hand, Logan. He's got little hold claws. on to his little little leggy. He's got like six little leggies. All right, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here, Chuck. Please follow us on the Twitter, Instagram, like I said, Godzilla DAP. Please rate us five stars on iTunes. We'll read on the air. Also, Spotify does rating now, too. You can rate us on Spotify, but you can't really leave a review, just a rating. So please do that. Uh, You can check out my other show, Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Uh, Season 2 just wrapped, so if you want a podcast where you can just binge 50 episodes, it's there for you. I can say I'm about halfway through Season 1, and it's pretty good so far. You've known about the show since its debut. Don't! Thank, Shut! Don't <laughs> thank you for supporting the show, Charles. Shame me for this. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, you can follow me on my personal Instagram, uh, Hey Yo Logan Vo. Also Twitter, but I basically just talk about ska on the Twitter, so you don't have to follow me there because I love ska. like the music genre. Yeah, I love ska. I've been hearing a lot more about ska from people online. Is it really that good? Oh, dude, ska is the music of the revolution, bro. You'll have to show me some oh, of it before I, I leave ska. today. It's a new love. I was mainly just like a punk and pop punk, but I've been getting into ska a lot lately. And ska fucking slaps. You have to. Play I'll show a song. you some specials. Yeah, you have to show me a couple the specials songs before I leave great. today. Great. Oh my god. All right. Uh, follow me on the TikTok at Hey Yo Logan Vo. You can see me do all my resin stuff. I'm making dice. Um, uh, my commissions are open right now, so reach out to me if you want some dice on the Instagram or on the TikTok. We'll talk. We'll talk prices and stuff. But Charles, wrap it up for us here. Always remember to think. God for Godzilla.